You can't drink like me. You can't smoke like me. Let's party together. <laughs> oh my goodness. everybody and welcome back to another episode of the Hole in None Fantasy Golf Podcast with me, Words, and my neighbor, DJE Monsieur Dodi Fayed. On tonight's podcast, Cocaine Chris Kirk wins the Honda Classic. We'll see how that shook up the BLC leaderboard. Then we take it to Orlando for yet another elevated event. $20 million on the line. We got featured groups, shit picks, Casting couch, the works. Hello, Johnny. Hello, words. Oh, cocaine, Chris. Just <laughs> wanted to watch the world burn right out of the chute. Hey, the- I can say that because I picked him. <laughs> Me too. I yeah. Know. Hey, words. Our first winner of the year. <laughs> we actually needed it. Yes. We both needed it. Remember, we both threatened to lose the show if I dropped out of the top two hundred. Also, hey, and but. By- <laughs> I, I believe I, I compared it to begging for change on a street corner. <laughs> 1.5 million, baby. <laughs> That's all I got. 1.5, 1,512,000. I'm counting every last fucking dime. Because no one else I had made the cut. So we needed it. I just need that winner's check, bub. Yeah, Men Lee didn't do much for me. Yeah, that was fun, man. Yeah, uh, honestly, a few things that I took out of that. And if we want to just dive right into the Honda Classic since it was... It was way better than, than the other event that was going on in the world uh, down in Mexico. But one thing I noted, Chris Kirk, the very first thing he said he was thankful for was his sobriety. Yes. Which we've talked about millions. Of, we've talked about Chris Kirk's battles for years now on this on this show. And it's for his first win in eight years. Yes. And after, you know, having the lead all day Sunday, basically, and going into the 18th hole, reachable par five and two, it's a back right pin location. He plays a draw for some reason. He always plays a draw, but he was really over over aggressive with his three wood. Puts it in the wash. Obviously bogeys. And almost goes to hits, playoff. Almost hits like, the Honda. This poor bastard's gonna fall off the wagon after this. This is no good. <laughs> this is no good. Um, but then he gets it done after putting it behind a tree in the first playoff hole. And I was like, this is just. Oh, he's never gonna win again. At the end of the day. It probably was a blessing because he lays up to like what he called his favorite number, and 106 he, yards. Yeah, and he lot. and he hits it to you know six inches maybe. Um, but you know, I'm thinking the same thing because literally Eric Cole, what a story he was. He hits it. He hits it exactly the same exact spot he had hit it on the 18th hole previously, and so he's got the same shot, but I think a yard closer, a yard farther, and he really screwed the pooch. To be quite honest, uh, a little unlucky. Very unlucky, but, you know, puts in the back trap after it lands it on the green and it just kind of trickle rolls, rolls and trickles into the back trap. Well, even, you know, in, in regulation, the, oh. the, the other thing too, and, and no, I was I, good point there, but in regulation, clearly, clearly a guy who was nervous uh, when he kind of bladed the chip across the green that 
you know, I don't think it was ever in, in doubt that it was going to go into the water or not, but, you know, he ends up on the collar of the rough and the fringe and ends up having to just belly a wedge, which you don't see that too often anymore these days, especially when you're on the 77, uh, 72nd hole with a chance to win a PGA tournament for a guy who is 34 years old and a rookie on rookie. tour. Yeah, that's quite a story to uh, be toiling on the mini tours for, what, over 11 years, I think it was? Yeah, uh yeah that's quite a journey that's a lot of that's a lot of mcdonald's and parking lots and sleeping in your car um so yeah that would have been a good story for him but not for us because we were on our boy chris yes and yes the uh the sobriety uh message at the end was actually really really touching yeah he thanked sobriety before he thanked his wife who was standing right next to him which was i thought was nice uh and it made me thought i was like god you know sobriety would Really hit home for JE. I think he made a look into that. Not me. Not me. Listen, listen, I've thought about it. Not me, Bob. Not only would I be like probably in really good like bodily shape. Oh, you'd look great. <laughs> I'd look great. I'd look great. Um, no, but uh, I, 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 I feel for Kirk, uh, Eric Cole. Obviously, I was pulling as hard as I could for for Kirk. It would have been a good story for Cole. I mean, Cole still gets nine hundred and I think fifteen thousand dollars for his second place finish. Probably locks up his card for next year. Maybe who knows with the, the way the fucking purses are. But he's got a great golf swing, great game. He did not back down. Never back down. He wasn't scared of the moment. Similar to our guy a few weeks ago, uh, Ben Taylor. Yes, or Nick Taylor was it Nick, 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 Nick Taylor? Taylor? Yeah, who was playing in an elevated event. So his uh his cash prize was a little heftier. Yeah, um, two point four, I think. Yeah. yeah. And this goes goes into today's news that these elevated events now are going to be limited field, no cut events, which I don't really even want to get into. It's just so annoying because these stories like this are very captivating to, you know, guys who know all the guys, and then we'll get, we'll 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 see someone who's like, who the fuck is this guy who is just all of a sudden contending? And those are always very interesting stories, but I digress. We're not going to go there yet. Yeah. I, I want to get back on the, the Chris. Kirk, the Kirk, the Chris. Kirk Cole showdown was for an, a non-elevated, designated event, whatever you want to call it. The Honda Classic was as entertaining of a tournament as we've had this year. Yes. Um, I mean, Gen- Genesis was great. Obviously, we got to see Max Rom showdown. We got to see Scotty um, Rom kind of showdown somewhat at, at, at Phoenix. Now, these two guys, relatively lesser-known guys, I mean, Chris Kirk has been... A really good player. I think at one point he was a top ten in the world guy. I've forgotten that he's he's had four wins. I knew that's he, number I five he, now. Yeah, I yeah. knew he had won at Colonial. But I, if you would have put a gun in my head and said how many wins did he have, I would say two max. Yeah, but uh, it had been seven years, and that was quite a, a journey for him of uh, kind of finding himself. And you know, at one point, just saying like, I don't even care if I play golf anymore. But like this this other thing in my life is a lot more important. And then if I get back to golf, then that's going to be great. And after he put it, after he rinsed it on 18, I was like, oh, this poor son of a bitch. He is never going to win again. <laughs> He's heading over to the woods over there in Jupe and getting, <laughs> uh, it could have been real dark. Could have been. Um, Wasn't. But, but uh, yeah, literally hits off the fucking rocks of, of, of six inches further. It's, it's probably a good shot. But he almost hits the Honda that's parked out in the pond there, which would have also been cool. That would have been yeah, great for Honda. Honda's last, last year <laughs> as the sponsor, yeah. right? Cracked a windshield on the last hole. It's like, uh, we're going to take that out of the winner's check. Or no, the new, the new uh, if that happens, Honda relinquishes their sponsorship deal yeah. and Safe Light Auto Glass <laughs> takes over as the title sponsor. Safe Light Repair. <laughs> but uh, we, we also got to talk about the other, the elephant in the room words. 
Eric Cole's mom, that fucking hot babe. That Steve <laughs> sent us a, a vintage pic of her in like 1976 or something. Uh, her name is uh, Ba something. Ba I think is her last name. Not grandma. Laura. Laura Ba. And then his dad was also a pro golfer, Bobby Cole, um, who who won I think the British Amateur. And uh, he was, was a Brit. He was he was uh, or, South American. Okay. Or, I'm sorry, South Africa. South Africa. But. Uh, he was a like good player Lee. back in the day. He contended in majors, played played a lot across the world then. So, I mean, this guy's got the pedigree. And now, with a second-place finish, we say this all the time, words, what's Eric Cole going to do the rest of the year? I mean, he's got a great swing. He's got a great game. And just because it was the Honda Classic, I think this guy could contend, you know, probably in, like, the John Deere's of the world. But he looked good. Yeah, it would have been uh, nice for them to give him an invite this week after a second place finish. That I, I, needs to be a rule. If you finish top ten the, or top five the week before, even top two, you get a you get an invite to the elevated event the next week because he's he doesn't need to fly down to Puerto Rico to dude, play there. I, I'm I'm I thought that Eric Cole was in the field. Is he at the Arnold Palmer? The, what sucks is the other big story was the Monday qualifier uh, Ryan Gerard who finished outright fourth. He gets in to the uh, Puerto Rico. That poor bastard has to go to Puerto Rico now. But you know, he's not qualify. Yeah, and that's what that's what the dream of a Monday qualifier. You get in, you finish in the top ten, you get in the next week, unless it's a really Percy event. You get the. Um, but it, but obviously, really cool that that he did. So um, Cole's in the field, just yeah. like I said. Yeah. No, I, I think he already got. He was already in before last week. He had some sort of special invitation. I'm taking him. Yeah. There you go. Um, but again, you know, really, really good showdown. I watched a lot of golf on Sunday. I, I, I actually watched most of, most of the round, which was great. Yeah, that is good. It was perfect for me. Like I said, also last week, it's like you, you flip in if one of your guys is in contention it was a, it was an exciting finish and I was deathly hungover on Sunday. So it was, it was great. Yeah. Let's, let's talk about that a little bit words. I, I mean, we can get in, I want to break down that leaderboard because my guy, Sepp Straka did finish tied for fifth and I was pretty pissed. I didn't take him. I could have added a little 288,000. So pretty proud of my man, Sepp there. Dude, I, <laughs> I, I, talk about murder Suey vibes. I was thinking like you had to be in a really dark place seeing Sepp just out of, not out of nowhere. We, we know what he's done here, John. Yeah. yeah. You didn't want to take a flyer on him. Who else did you take though? Who missed the cut? Harris English and uh, that cocksucker Paul McCartney's bastard son, Denny McCarthy. <laughs> you picked Denny over Seth. Yeah, I did. And I trust me, I fucking hate the Thursday suicide thoughts were real. And then Chris Kirk shot 62 on Friday. And I was like, oh, I'm back, back, <laughs> I'm back. Even though I was so hungover. You were hungover on Sunday. I was hungover as fuck on Friday because we had our last night of bowling on Thursday. And I was damn near deceased on Friday. Yeah, you went to Cousins. Yes. Hey, that's that's kind of a tradition we've had the last couple of years. Last night of bowling, we all go to Cousins. Smoke some cigs. And and Caldwell didn't pay for shit. <laughs> no, I'm just joking, Caldwell. I didn't if I, I did see him and I'm just like, hey, are you gonna buy drinks? He might have. I don't remember paying my tab. Here I am talking <laughs> okay. shit. I was gonna say he's like, Jay, you were the one that walked the tab, you son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Don't um, be talking about cool well like that. Yeah, there you go. But uh, I just, you know, the, it was it was a really good tournament being that it was just, you know, the Honda Classic. Uh, not to mention I was one of the point two rating that of some of the live event. Like, I, it is hard to watch. I watched uh, a little bit both uh, Saturday and Sunday, and obviously the big news that came out was how shitty the ratings were for their tournament. But that fucking interactive, colorful scoreboard is so fucking corny. 
and the team aspect. I mean, Charles Howell III, I think, won by, like, five shots. That dude didn't win for fucking 20 years on the goddamn PGA Tour. <laughs> yeah, if anyone's going to win, it's, I'm glad it was him. Yeah. Charles Howe, he married a girl from Cushing Pipeline, capital of the world, galaxy. Anyways, um, so yeah, good for Charles Howe. <laughs> the perfect prototype of uh, a live player. It's like way over the hill, but uh, just need that cash grab, so it's good for him. Yeah, and... Uh, and DJ and those guys are like, I don't know. The four aces finished second, I think. But <laughs> what that, that was Crusher's GC, Bryson's team that Charles Howe's on, that they, they won. What did... Uh, what did? How did Brooks end up playing like shit? Or? I didn't. Yeah, I didn't even see him. I mean, I, you know, there's only you know what forty eight people in those events. I think 50. Brooks is such a head case now. I wonder if he sees the ratings and like just that no one gives a fuck about it, and he's like, God damn it, oh, I hate this so much. At least he got his brother paid. <laughs> yeah, I mean Chase has a career now. Well, for for now, for now, for now. Um, yeah, I, I, I was. I think that the Ryan Gerard story was was really good, being that he finished uh, winning four hundred and eleven thousand dollars as a Monday qualifier. That's that's what you that's what you Monday qualify for right there. And it'd be nice to see him do well this week at Puerto Rico, but I'm not going to really be paying much attention to that tournament anyways. You'd so. suck a homeless man's dick for that kind of coin. <laughs> yeah, I w- no, no, <laughs> you can't. You can't prove that. I want to go ahead and throw this out there, words. By the way, do because, it because, of course, I've accomplished something that no one else in the league has accomplished. <laughs> okay, I have picked, I have picked the winner at the Honda Classic in back to back years. I'm the only guy to do that <laughs> ever. We're sure this we year, don't fa- no, you don't fact this, check this past year in our league. I am the only person to pick the winner back to back. Remember, <laughs> I was the only one on Seb. But yeah, that was that was one one thing I took a note on on Sunday. I have now picked the Honda Classic winner in consecutive years. The only person in the league to do that. And out of the what I think was it thirty five? No, it was like 40, 48. 40, okay, so yeah. of the forty eight guys that maybe forty five. Chris Kirk, right. you were dead last amongst those guys. So congrats. Like I said, one million five hundred and twelve thousand. I know that number off the top of my head very easily because that's all I got. That's the winner's check, baby. Well, it is good for Chris Kirk. As we said, he's been a very solid, steady player for a long time and actually sneakily has a really, really good history at Bay Hill. So you going to pull the trigger again? I well, had, we don't know. I had him penciled in where it's you I 100%. Not. I'll show you. I'll show you the email when I'll he's leading on Sunday. <laughs> when, when he's leading on Sunday, I'll show you the email whenever I'm about. Okay, I'm going to finally do it this time. <laughs> it reminds me of Walker. Walker this week, I was talking to him and. He had Rosie on his bench at Pebble. He's like, Andrew, I've never done anything so hard as not to chime in on our on our hole in on high school chain that, uh, yeah, I, I had Rosie on the bench for Pebble Beach, you cocksuckers. I know what's going on. <laughs> even even, even, a, even a therapist was having suicidal thoughts. <laughs> exactly. Um, but, yeah, no, I I, uh, I got to say I've been there before. You have, what, so what is the email you have that's going to prove that you thought about t- picking Chris Kirk for this tournament we actually haven't even picked yet. well think about it when you fucking submit your picks it sends you a, a thing of your picks and i always screenshot it when mine are like good but i switch it so i, I go through i make like 15 <laughs> oh. picks and I'll be, see i almost picked him so i'm the weird one <laughs> yeah you're the fucking weirdo screenshots of golfers almost picked well that's the email i mean it's pretty that's pretty, it yeah <laughs> I mean, that's what i'm talking about that's what i'm talking about <laughs> um but no i i think i don't think 
I mean, Chris Kirk, fuck, he was he was the first guy off Monday in the goddamn Seminole Pro member, you know, like the fucking first major of the year is what some guys call it. He was the first guy off, and obviously I heard an interview with him, but he's like, you know, I didn't get much sleep last night, and we know it wasn't because he was blowing coke or drinking because he's, he's sober. <laughs> so what the fuck was he doing? I'll tell you what he's doing. <laughs> Best way to celebrate. Uh, what is he? I think he's- Putting the screws to his wife, John. <laughs> I think he's got three boys already. Maybe maybe four is on the way, maybe huh? Going for that girl. It's like John Rahm. It's like, what'd you do to consummate being number yeah. one? Well, I fucked, Ke- I I fucked pl- Kelly. I played with Kelly's teeth. His name is Pippa. <laughs> Keppa? Oh, yeah. Pippa? Keppa. 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 That's his it. name is Keppa? <laughs> oh, but yeah, other than that, words, I- uh, it was a hell of a tournament. Uh, the Honda Classic has been my, one of my favorite tournaments the last two years in a row. I'll tell you that. Let's fucking go to Palm Beach next year. <laughs> Let's do it. No, <laughs> I guess oh, they're not going to have it, or they're going to. It's it, going to be there, but new sponsor. And apparently, it might get elevated. You know, they had Jack in the booth, and he was talking about that because it they, will. It sounded like he was. He pissed. sounded pretty pissed off, like not pissed, as pissed as Jack Nicholas can sound. You know, and, yeah, and like sweet Bar- and sweet Barbara, <laughs> sweet yeah. Barbara was on there the day before, did a little interview, and uh, I guess I guess Jack mentioned on the telecast that he saw the interview and he was getting like choked up about it. And he's like, she just does such, she does such a good job. <laughs> oh, Barbara, she barbs. <laughs> he he sounds like he sounds like an older version of Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Anyways, R.I.P. Honda. Yep. Hey, next year Tesla Classic. Yeah, Elon. Duh. Yeah, Elon wouldn't do that. Are you kidding me? Twitter Classic. Uh, let's just hope for Safe Light. Sa- <laughs> what does what, what this mean? <laughs> I just wish Chris Kirk's ball would have hit that goddamn car. That's it. That's all. That's all you wanted. <laughs> That's all I wanted. I didn't want Chris Kirk to win. And it was like a shitty blue Honda. It was like a Pilot, uh, like a powder blue. Pilot out there. They move cars. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Words. I, I'm. I tell you what. I'm very excited that we're heading to a much Percier event. Percy. It would have been nice for if I have two guys make the cut and one winner and like pick the winner this week. I'll be happy. I'll bet you will. <laughs> I'll be, be happy. Animal red. Well, before we get there, do you want to probably should just go over the BLC leaderboard and the the updated standings, and then we can get into. Some of the dastardly deeds. Yes. All right, words. So, actually, this is going to be pretty easy this week because we had a three-way tie for first, and then we had a seven-way tie for fourth. So, um, all of these guys obviously had Kirk. A lot of people had Lowry mixed in there, but the three-way tie for first, which means we're carrying that skin over, so we're playing for a little extra cash this week at the Arnold Palmer. But tied for first, we had the Deadheads, Tanner Wood, um, he actually got subbed in Sepp Straka as, as his alternate because, you know, you can tell that whenever the little the asterisk, asterisk is next yeah. there. Good. So he had Sepp Straka as his alternate. And who, what does that who, do? Sorry. Who bailed? That was kind of... I don't know. What I don't you, know. No, I mean, are you talking about here? Yeah, okay, sometimes if you just, like, put someone who's not in the field, it'll automatically sub him into. Correct. Right? Okay, Correct. So never mind. Never mind. But, I was thinking, like, yeah, no. maybe one of the big guys... Uh, Threw his hat in the ring. Well, My bad. Old Tanner Wood here got lucky as fuck is all I'm trying to get at. No. <laughs> had a baby uh, Tanner. <laughs> he had Chris Kirk, Sepp Straka, and Aaron Wise, $1.846 million. He was tied with club pro guy, that's Jay Hubble. And the third guy rounding it out, Josh Haley, Jay Haley, 23. Um, both those guys, actually, all three of them had Aaron Wise. And then Shane Lowry was the other guy mixed in by the other two who also tied for fifth there with Sepp Straka. And then in the seven-way tie, the new number one player in the league, Hog Bristle, 
Mark Lester. Yeah. The dad. <laughs> He's going to beat some ass, too, in this league, at least. He finished uh, with $1.82 million. All of these guys had Sun J.M., Chris Kirk, and Lowry. Actually, um, the two at the bottom did not, um, but the, the, the next four guys did. Frankenstein's fat foot. That's Tyler Armstrong, a new follower of our page. So thank you for following, Tyler. C. Rob Slicers, the fucking commish, did it again. That son of a bitch is racing up the charts. He finished tied for fourth, $1.82 million. Behind him, amongst it, Cooper Johnson. Hello, Coop. Great picks. Hey, Coop. And behind him, Hoove Train, John Hoover. I don't know if that's the guy who's the Tulsa World Reporter or if that's just a guy with the same name, but uh, congrats, John. Rounding out, last year's champion, Burger Bus, Andrew Neuberger, is back in his winning ways. That moves him inside the top 100 with his T4 finish. He's at 98 now, and rounding out that tie for fourth, the 10th person, actually. I mean, this is technically the top 10. The Pembroke OG, another money winner last year, Dr. Michael Holzer, and former guest picker on the show. I wish I could say the same for Neuberger, but the motherfucker bailed. (laughs) Just joking. Congrats on winning last year. (laughs) But... Words, that's uh, that's the top ten. As you mentioned before, uh, you and I both picked Chris Kirk, uh, but we didn't have as, as as good a shit as some of these other guys. You finished tied for, I believe, yeah, tied for 20th, 1.6 million, and I finished tied for 44th, 1.5 million. Uh, 1.512, actually. Remember I said 105, 1,500,012. I don't know. Anyways, Chris Kirk won. Yeah. Hey, we needed it. We really needed it. I wasn't even sad that you were on him. Well, words. It was embarrassing, John. That moved each of us up 40-some spots each. You're now at number 130. I'm at 167, and we're still separated by less than a million dollars, so this week could change it all yet again. Oh, God. Um, Overall standings, though, words, as I mentioned, there is a new Number one guy in the league. This this thing is like a fucking carousel. Mark Lester, hog bristle. He's hot. Um, he's got one of those icons next to his name with the fl- uh, flame, which means two consecutive top ten finishes. Um, so that's how you move into the top ten right there and to the number one spot. $13.7 million. He's joined there by the Batman, Jared Smith. He's in second place now. Beaver Bend. He needs to change his name to Batman. I know that. Or at least the you know, Victus, right? He's yes. Gotta, he's got to put his brand out there. He's like, no, guys, I don't want my fucking brand associated with this in any way. Well, I actually got some intel on uh, from from our boy Eric. Yeah? Gotsy. Yeah, he's at spring training. Oh, getting nice. Some, getting some new players on the bags. Well, don't forget to fucking submit your picks, bub. Uh, just joking. I think he's probably already got him in. But another great thing about the Batman, which I'm just going to simply call Jared the Batman from now on, Country Club listed as... Waffle House. <laughs> so, <laughs> Love yeah. that. You know, a lot of people, I feel like when you list your your country club on here and the people that are actually put their country club, it's kind of a douchey move. <laughs> what do you think about this? No, I don't think it's douchey at all. <laughs> okay, well, it's funny because I got to give a shout out to our guy, Brent Ryan Green. He has Hefner South. I think, uh, like, some of the other ones are pretty good. Like, I've seen Augusta National, of course, but... Um, three Jack National. There's there's some good ones that are on there. Is that Club Pro guys? I wonder if that's the real Club Pro guy. <laughs> yeah. Is he in the league? Is that you? <laughs> yeah. Uh, Email us. But you know it, that's just great. And like Trosper CC, I think was one of them. So um, Waffle House, that's a good touch there. 
Trosper, I think that's uh, I think that's Eagleson. Okay, um, in third place, falling from the top, still he's just seven hundred and thirty thousand dollars back. Touch of Klaus, Ben Klaus, our only guest picker so far this year because we just simply haven't wanted to invite anybody else so far. Just joking, we have, and they've said no. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, the, hey, the weight of these golden microphones is just too heavy for some. Exactly. And so that those guys all have over $13 million. And within still uh, $1 million in fourth place, up three spots, Joe Stepanovich, a.k.a. Shankopotamus. He's at $12.8 million. Down three spots to number five, the longtime leader of the league, Hollywood Brent Ryan Green. He's just trying to hang on. Uh, amazing to think of the hot start he got on. And, and me and Klaus talked about this uh, when we played golf, actually. Klaus is in third. And he realistically, if he swings and misses the next couple of weeks, he's gonna, he could be out of the top 20, oh, yeah. which is so nuts. Yeah. That's what's so nice. And he was the one who acknowledged that. I'm like, Bob, I'm just trying to get inside the top 150, for Christ's sake. <laughs> so Hollywood, Brent Green in fifth place. In sixth place, down three spots. Another number one player in the world. So uh, at one point this season, the Charlie Siffers, Anthony Holloway, $12.2 million, um, right behind him, literally by $73,000, up two spots, Burnin Greens, Tom Tatia, up another six spots in eighth place, Dat win, Ernie Dowdell, $11.7 million, down three spots to number nine, Ransom Oliver, $11.6 million, and Rand said it himself, he had two good weeks consecutively. One of those happened to be Genesis, and he literally went from about 100 to, to inside the top 10. So, again, I'm saying this to give myself confidence, not to give you very much confidence. I'm hoping I don't give you confidence, but just everyone in the league, you can have a fucking hot week and hop right back in this thing, and, and I haven't given up yet. Kevin Garnett. <laughs> Anything's possible. And, again, this guy has hung on. He's been in the top 10 for so long, and that is impressive in itself. The last and final spot in the top 10, R. Scott, Ryan Scott. He's at $11.2 million. So, words. There is some people who have finally fallen out. The Laser, I got to give a shout out. The Laser, who had been in the top 10 all season, finally has fallen to number Puffman. 12. So, congrats, Puffman, for the run. And you're not you're not out of it still yet, dude. But, um, yeah. So, pretty interesting. Got to give one more shout out, though. I want to shake your hand is lurking. <laughs> Last year's second place did. winner uh, who thinks he's just God's gift to picking golf because he talks shit to me already. <laughs> Motherfucker. <laughs> ben Doherty, congrats. He's in 16th place. Can't wait for that ranch invite. Yeah. No, he's like, okay, guys, we're going to the ranch this, this Thursday. And I'm like, bitch, you know what, bowl? That's a fucking empty invite right there. <laughs> <laughs> just joking, Doherty. I love you, bud. He really is the Antichrist, Doherty. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, words again, I mentioned it, uh, <laughs> I am only, uh, nine and a half million dollars out, outside of Mark Lester. So I'm coming for you. Nine bro. and a half. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Oh, sorry. Not quite nine. Exactly nine. Oh, I'm nine million behind. Yeah, yeah, man. Lurking, right? Hey, you're, you're only about eight. Yeah. <laughs> there you, hey, this week, this, Hey, somehow they're going to change something to where they pay. If they go into a playoff, they each get like three and a half million, and we're going to each make like eight, nine. We're going to be on the same three guys. Well, we have back to back. You go back to back, runner, runner, winner. Yeah. Hey, I'm it, all of a sudden. Bay Hill players. He is God. <laughs> <laughs> What's crazy? The prophecy. Is Hollywood did have a two and a half million dollar lead on the field, and it just they go they go quickly. They go very quickly if you're not uh, if you're not on some. 
Well, and again, you know, just from talking to, I have friends in the top five. You do? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I. Uh, what do they say? What do they say, John? No, I mean, that, that's, that's exactly what Klaus was talking about. It's like, he could potentially, like, you know, he sells out for segment one, and it doesn't pan out, and he's fucked, because he's already picked Rom, I think, a couple times, so you're thinking you probably want to slot Rom this week or next. You, I don't know. You think you're fucked. You just, I mean... And, and then you pick a winner. There's no, Rom's not going to win them all. There's there's no right way to play this game where it's <laughs> as we've right. talked about. That's why everyone's going crazy out there. I talked Fuck to this. I talked to Charlie Sifford's Anthony, and I was like, so what are you doing differently this year than last year? He's like, oh, last year, you know, I took probably, you know, 10, 15 minutes to make my picks, and this year I'm, I'm about four or five minutes. <laughs> I was like, okay, That's very it. good. That's it. Very good. Spend less time, less homework. Got it. All right, Johnny. Nice one, nice rundown. Way to go. Hey, thanks. Hey, Bob. Hey, I asked about your fucking. You had a great Saturday. Let's talk about this. I had my kid's first birthday party on Saturday. Oh, it was a fiesta. <laughs> it was the fiesta over here, Bob. I hosted. Because uh, I, I, I don't want to think that I'm cheap, but Jesus <laughs> fucking Christ, just to have twenty people over here, it cost me an arm and a fucking leg. Yeah. I mean, I could have sent my kid to college for this party. Not really. Wait till they have a real party. <laughs> well. I shit. I'll take them to Chuck E. Cheese. They cut you a deal, you know. It's like cheap. It'd be cheaper to go there. I think. That's where Weezy's going, baby. Is it? Oh yeah. You you already got it on the books. Yeah, and it's not cheap. There's definitely a <laughs> minimum, a comma involved, and not a one in front of it. Oh, but a ch- I, I what? Don't, I don't even have to. I don't have to do. Well, it's because we invite the whole fucking class. You yeah. Know? It's like we can't. You know, do that. I'll get sued by someone. Jesus. But, uh, I mean, I don't even need to bring a cupcake or anything. And we said, don't, no gifts. Sorry, Wheezy, we don't like you that much. You don't need to bring any shit home. So it's like, we're going there naked. We're coming back naked. It's going to be great. No gifts, just, you know, cash. Our daughter cash. loves cash. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she does. She her, likes it. Her middle name is actually Cash. <laughs> she loves cash. Not us. Not us. No. Um, no, but, you know, I wake up. We have a shit ton of stuff to do because Friday we had stuff going on. I wake up at, like, 8 o'clock. We get up and, like, get going, leave the house maybe a little before 9. And we were running around, running bullshit errands until, like, probably noon. I'm like, oh, great, I got plenty of time. I'll chill, watch a little golf. No, that's when I started having to fucking uh, put up decorations and shit around here. Then I had to go get the food. I get home at, like, 3.30, and there's already people here early. I'm like, hey, the party starts at 4, you Hey, what the fuck are you guys doing here? Yeah, I saw Zach's truck out here way early. And um, that was actually good because it was my sister and the, the baby was melting down and Maggie was here. So I'm glad that she showed up early. <laughs> yes. Thank you. You're welcome. And my bro, the other bro, Big Daddy, had his 40th birthday party this weekend. It was great. We uh, had a couple of his buddies um, in from out of town and I was acting like a fucking college kid with fire in my belly again. We went to... Uh, Ended up going to the Sepango again. I have oh. not. I haven't been there in ten years, John. I swear oh. to God, I have not been there since I moved back from Houston. Uh, Place looks great now. It, it they does. like took the like opened up the ceiling and everything, and it uh, does look good, man. Unfortunately, I have been there in the last like <laughs> yeah. month or two. Yeah, well, I mean Thursday night bowling, right? You got to go somewhere. Never went there for bowling, but I have been there recently. Yeah. Anyways, it was uh, definitely a two or three day hangover situation, and um, I haven't been back to F forty five since. Sorry, gang. <laughs> hey, what about the challenge? Oh man, the challenge is uh, you know now it's back to the Bryson challenge. Uh, how much? It's called muscle mass, guys. I got a, I got a challenge for you, words. 
Uh, I've been uh, eating these leftover Eileen's cookies that I did not offer you when you got here. What the fuck? <laughs> I've been eating these leftover Eileen's since last Saturday, Bob. Dude, Eileen's the yeah. best. And the, and the other funny thing is uh, my arch nemesis who doesn't listen to this show, my brother-in-law, he took a fucking uh, Ziploc bag full of them home. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing, Bob? <laughs> you really going to take six cookies to go? He just took it upon himself? Yeah. Talk about a words move. He's like, do you have anything I can put these in? Yeah. I was like, yeah, uh, I know you don't like them. <laughs> yeah. Your sister told me I could do it, Bob. Yeah. yeah. It was kind of probably one of those things where it's like, here, take these. Like, we do not need to have this many cookies. Because I think, you know, it wasn't crazy, but, you know, like, Three dozen cookies ish yeah. is what I what I had here. Zach, you're plates. not taking them from JE. You're taking them from me, Dick. Oh no, bro. I'm talking about Mark. Oh, fuck. You, you think I'm talking about Zach? No, I'm talking about <laughs> talking about the guy you think's taking cookies home. <laughs> yeah, that's the least surprising thing I've heard today. <laughs> but yeah, so the only other thing that that capped off the the great evening, by the way. We had a pinata for the kids. It was great. You know, we had like several kids that were, you know, my my niece who's nine hit it. My uh Julian, who had a great run, uh, Lacey Underall, Julian Fuller, his daughter hit it a little bit. Um, but then when all the kids left and we put the baby <laughs> Give me that down, bat! Give me that bat, <laughs> goddammit! We had an adult pinata, and it, we stuffed it with uh, little Jose Cuervo bottles, Fireball, and some scratch-off tickets. And boy, what a mad dash it was whenever we busted that shit open. We had one $30 lotto ticket that we bought for ourselves. It was a $30 scratch-off, Maggie loves them. And Zach's bitch ass stuffed it in the pinata. We're like, bitch, that was for us. We're not going to fucking put a $30 lotto ticket in here. And so as soon as it came down, I like spot the $30 ticket. I dove on it like it was a goddamn like gold bar. And <laughs> and it actually won 30 bucks. So I at least got the money back for it. So we haven't gotten, gotten another one yet, but we're definitely catching it in for another $30 ticket. Well, John, what a... It was a great night. What a weekend we had. Yeah. You're so sad. <laughs> I know. I heard they serve beer at Chuck E. Cheese now, actually. Yeah, they do, actually. <laughs> Justin Gross, uh, he texted me that. Um, his daughter's in, in my class. So, yeah, we're, we're looking forward to that juice. It's going to be an 11 a.m. show. So, uh, yeah. Hey, they, that, got, they got they got some shardy on the on the menu too. <laughs> get a little so, Mary you know, in there. It can be classy. <laughs> get a little a little breakfast shard. Maybe have a Mary. They don't have Marys. I don't think they make bloody Marys. There, unfortunately, <laughs> no. we get pregame. Hey, yeah, there you go. Uh, so when do I need to mark my calendar for then, Wars? Uh, you know, it's, uh, <laughs> I'll let you know. A quarter to hell. Yeah, <laughs> I'll text you when we're there. Oh, great. Okay. Um, okay. Well, what else? Um, casting couch wise. Oh, our Tennessee, our favorite Tennessee police officers. Yes. Back in the news. Old Megan, M-A-E-G-A-N, which is really irritating when I spell it like that. That's not how chopped that sound, that, that The way you spell Megan like that, that sounds like somebody who get fucked by a bunch of cops. <laughs> yes. Oh, you well, mean that's her? Yeah, that's her. Well, a lawyer has obviously gotten her ear. So uh, she, ex-Tennessee police officer Megan Hall, who was fired after admitting to participating in sexual liaisons with four officers, which as we know, that's putting it way lightly, right? <laughs> Gang banged, I believe, is what, what <laughs> we refer to it as, huh? Well, she is now suing the police department alleging she was subjected to sexual grooming. Quote. <laughs> Any yeah. thoughts on that? My, my first one was, I would love to be the lawyer on the other side. Be like, no. Nah. 
She's obviously just a whore. <laughs> but judge, this is a very easy case. I, I, just the stories that came out of this. The girls gone wild pool party, you know, that she yeah. sucks some dude's dick in the, the police gym. <laughs> I mean, what a... That's grooming. <laughs> yeah. The so canine like, unit. Like I, I, that's, that would be the best is if all the male police officers who, who were also fired countersued her saying that, no, she sexually groomed us, and that's why we lost our jobs, and our lives are over, and my wife left me, and my kids hate me, and ugh. Yeah. No, I, I, I think that you're right about the lawyer getting in her ear, but the, the other the – I, when I saw the, this article kind of make the news, I was like, okay, she's going to do it. The, the, the deal about how she got offered to strip, <laughs> she's doing it. <laughs> but she, unfortunately, no, she's not. I would have gone to Tennessee and gotten a lap dance. I mean, surely she has an OnlyFans by now, right? She could make millions. I bet. Billions and billions. <laughs> With that fucking little rabbit mouth of hers, I don't know, though. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Here. Uh, I want you to strip and eat a carrot. <laughs> Yeah, no, that was great. I, I was great seeing her back in the news. Huh? Oh yeah, stay there. <laughs> now, hopefully, this happens and she ends up winning a huge legal case and becomes like a Fox legal analyst. <laughs> it's like, listen, I got fucked by six <laughs> officers, and look at me now. Look at me. <laughs> I I made it. They thought they thought my career was over. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, yeah. <laughs> great to see her again. Love it. You got anything else, bub? No, like I said, all the news I saw was pretty was pretty downer shit. So, and uh, your bowling team didn't make the playoffs. Who uh, who won? Caldwell's team won. That's why I was saying I didn't even buy shit for us. I mean, I think they probably won like fifteen hundred bucks. It was something like that no, each. Yeah, yeah. What was it? Three forty buy-in still. Yeah, and then we had yeah. six remember, extra teams. Remember, my team won. Yeah, Scotty, Bailey, Jordan, Eric, love you guys. Yeah, see, that's the thing. It's Snakes on a lane. This year, the same thing. You know, first year, all four teams that made the playoff were first year teams. So it's it's pretty easy to win when you're the first year of the team. <laughs> <laughs> makes no sense. Yeah, it does. It makes perfect sense. A team of guys that have not been consistently bowling weekly, three times a night for a week, are going to statistically get better than guys who have for years. It's it's like it's like you the the amount of room a golfer can get better when they start taking lessons versus a guy who's played for twenty years. Sounds like a bunch of loser talk. Well, hey, if you if you and your little team want to play my team scratch, then that then we could we could see who's better at bowling. Whoa, bub! Hey, let's go t- play tackle football in the street, okay? <laughs> <laughs> No, uh, it's, it's pretty funny. They're gonna they're gonna start the renovation there at Heritage Lanes here in like two or three weeks. So it was pretty somber. Oh, that's you, are you gonna call to action like any of our listeners to get out there and lay down in front of some bulldozers? <laughs> no, I asked I asked Tom if he'd just buy the league <laughs> or buy the lanes, but he he didn't want to. Oh yeah, <laughs> burning greens. <laughs> no, he's like uh, no, nah, I don't think I want to sink few million into this fucking shitty old lane the fucking bathroom there looks like a truck stop glory hole <laughs> like it is uh, disgusting <laughs> it's been like that since the late 80s literally like, late 80s all of the fucking all of the the doors and the stalls have been like ripped off and there's puke like in the corners of the of the the, the, the stalls it's disgusting yeah sounds, <laughs> sounds pretty good <laughs> you can't and get enough of it and the glory hole is like really gross <laughs> yeah <laughs> Oh, I stuck my dick in there one time. It was so nasty. Mm-hmm. It's not like some of the nicer glory holes I've seen, not to tell you that much. Yeah, glory holes have really kind of made a lot of good steps forward, like with <laughs> AI and everything. 
It's tight. Did you see the new invention? And it's like a mouth, and it it simulates kissing over the internet. Like it's at a you can kiss whoever you're talking to, but you can't tongue kiss. You can just lip kiss, and it like it like molds to your mouth. You like put your mouth against it, and you can like feel the kiss. That's the dumbest fucking thing. <laughs> I ever. know. It's like I'm gonna put my <laughs> my dick on it. Kiss it. <laughs> kiss it. <laughs> yeah, they knew exactly what they were doing with that one. Yeah, I saw the picture and it was like this little Asian kid, this Asian girl like kissing it. I was like, oh, <laughs> it's like warning. Okay. <laughs> Fucked off. Don't stick your dick in there. <laughs> We're not going to ask, but <laughs> you're not supposed to. Ne- the next up is the, is the same thing with the same technology, but just a fleshlight version. <laughs> I'll buy it. <laughs> I mean, it's pretty much the same thing as a fleshlight, is it not? Yes. Yes. Okay. Enough of that talk. What? Words. Fleshlights? <laughs> <laughs> Enough of that, Bob. Bubby. Okay. Bay Hill. Yeah. Yes. Home of Arnold Palmer. God rest his soul. He's up there in heaven. <laughs> We've talked about this before. I don't want to get back into it. Arnold Palmer's ghost. Slapping Marilyn Monroe's tits up there. <laughs> that golf cart parked there, staring at all the big titties walking around Bay Hill. <laughs> There's going to be a bunch of girls out there this weekend. Yeah. I hope Anna Nicole Smith welcomed in heaven just like with open arms. <laughs> <laughs> Are you kidding me? Anna Nicole's in hell. <laughs> what? No. She's an angel. Oh, um, <laughs> she's too rich to go to hell, John. <laughs> oh man, Bay Hill, <laughs> yeah, Bay Hill. So, I don't know if we've brought this up before, but have you been to Orlando? Yes. Is there a worse town in the United States? <laughs> I hate Orlando. It is awful. I I just kind of flew into the airport and then I ended up driving to. West Palm? No, it was Melbourne. Okay. But. Well, I just, I've been, the only time I've been there has been for like conventions and it makes me want to kill myself. Yeah. I'd go play Bay Hill. It's going to be playing tough this week. I tell you that much. Yeah. It always does. It's played extremely tough the last few years. Ever since Arnie died, it's like he brought hell with him to the (laughs) golf course. (laughs) (laughs) I remember like a couple years before he kicked the bucket, it was, it was kind of one of those like, my 17 18 19 under and he was not having any of that and the next year it was like five when terrell hatton won yeah but they also had horrible weather but that's how it goes here there's wind and water it's fucking florida it plays really hard they 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 do grow the rough up here and the fairways are narrow and it's really fucking long so i do know that they have the greens already kind of burnt up and crispy a little bit so it's gonna be Shiver I heard something on PJ Tour Radio that Max Homa, somebody asked Max, and Max was saying, even par. I mean, this is like a mini U.S. Open setup where literally it's going to be, and I, I think that's what it's been the last few years. Like, I think Scotty last year was, it was single digits, but I think it was like maybe five, or, or I'm sorry, like nine. Eight, yeah, something like that. Um, but it, when, when Hatton won that year, I think it was like, was it over par? It was like four under. I mean, it, it, it's it's a tough golf course, and they're going to make it tough. And I think the weather forecast for Friday calls for a lot of wind. It's going to be a very, very windy day. And it might be one of those tournaments where the luck of the draw, like I, I believe the late morning is going to be, the late first day, morning, second day is going to be PM, more AM. favorable. But Friday is, <laughs> We did that with the players a couple years ago, and it really bit us in the yeah. ass. Friday is going to be sustained wins most of the day. So, I mean, I think it's going to be great to watch. And, again, I, I, you and I, I think, both feel the same way about it. It's fun seeing guys really, really struggle to make par. Yes. Love watching them grind out there and get real pissed off. <laughs> Reminds me of, uh, you know, 
us out there. Which, speaking of, I'm awful at golf. I heard something. We we played we, recently. Words you and I. Uh, we didn't play in the same group. We had a big group, but. One of the crazy things I heard is the only difference between a 10 handicap and a scratch handicap is 1.8 birdies around, but the difference is doubles. The non-blowups. Yeah. Which yesterday for had, shooting for shooting an 80, I didn't have a single double bogey. And yeah. I didn't it wasn't even like really not close. Like I which I thought I played like pretty well to not break 80, you know. Yeah. Or, or yeah, I shot 80 on the number with a pretty bad last two holes. But no doubles. It's amazing it's when you how how you feel when you go through a round without making a double bogey. It's, it's good. I don't know how that feels. <laughs> it's been too long. Anyways, um, I, I do think that this probably opened. I don't. What's your perspective on a tough playing golf course? Does that limit it to the cream of the crop, like the the best players, or does that make it kind of more of a crapshoot? It depends on like what what is really hard about the golf course. Is it? it does the weather make it hard? Because then I think like, okay, well, Europeans, I feel like they always seem to play a little bit better in conditions that aren't perfect for whatever reason. Because most of these fuckers live in Florida anyway, so I don't quite get that. But I always feel like they play a little bit better in inclement weather. Shane Lowry. Old Sugar Shane. Well, except for, you know, last year at the Honda, but we don't need to get into all that. Um, man, yeah, all I think always, yes. When the course is harder, your, uh, your elite players are going to – are going to rise to the top, but there's always, hey, there's always that uh, that one shining moment. Your Nick Taylors who just kind of, uh, they have the light and they play the best golf for four days in a row, and it kind of can hang around with guys who they're not as good at on a regular basis. Well, Words, you're pretty good at this. I mean, have you, I know we, we can go back a little bit, but um, as far as the guys who have won here over the past stretch of years, you know, obviously this was what helped, you know, kind of part of that run for Scheffler, um, which, by the way, interesting thing about Scheffler, I guess he's never not repeated. Uh, okay. He's never yeah. not defended a title. Yeah. And right now we're just one for one, but this is the second one, you know what I mean? So this was one that he claimed on the way to becoming number one, and I think you got to take that into consideration as far as um, the quality of golfer that has won this event. Like, Terrell has been a tear at this place, and I just think that, you know, it's because he can play. He's got like a crazy, like fifteen consecutive uh, cuts made worldwide. Like Terrell's underrated just because he's such a fucking pill out there, and you know he dog cusses every golf course he's ever played. I mean, <laughs> he was dog cussing the Riv <laughs> Riviera. He's like a piece of shit. <laughs> he's piece of shit place. Come is on, that, is that the worst shot you ever seen? Um, but anyways, I'm just saying, like. Drivers who are long, but you need to be really straight here. You need to keep it in the fairway, and you're going to have a lot of, like, five irons going in. So I would say um, off the tee and long irons, and you got to be able to putt really fast Bermuda greens, and not everyone can do that. Yeah, uh, and let's not forget a former back-to-back champion here, our guy Matt Every. <laughs> yeah, remember back, and then he was leading. He went sixty five, like eighty, like to go from first to missing the cut, similar to what Jordan Spieth did. Well, he did that here. Yes. Oh, and yes. that was that his like third year after it, going it, back it was, to back. It was like it was like keep your eye on Matt Every. You know, he's won here <laughs> twice, and it's like what I tell you, sixty five day one, and he literally shot like eighty and missed the cut. But uh, how about how about a forgotten name that 
really we haven't seen much of. Like, he kind of popped up a little bit last year. But Franco Malinari, remember he had that great, I think, 64 to finish, like, here in maybe 18 or 19? Was he in live last year? Or no. Did, he never no, did live. No. Okay, I just told Eduardo, him. Eduardo, man. Eduardo did. Did he? Okay. okay. Um, yeah, Franco, man, uh, he he's kind of fallen off since he won the Open a little bit. Yeah. And after it was actually after he and Tommy Fleetwood – uh, went docking after their Ryder Cup performance <laughs> when they were caught in bed together. Yes, this is and speaking of Tommy, like I don't know if he's ever going to win in the United States ever, but this would definitely be like a, a a horse for the course type of place for him. Hard, windy, narrow fairways, Shinnecocky, Shinnecockian. <laughs> well, words. I guess that should just leave us. Why don't we just dive into the fucking featured groups, Bub? Who are some of the other past winners here? Rory. Uh, well, Bryson when he did Bryson, the fucking when he did the yes. fucking long drive over like the, a, what is that eight is that number eight yeah the par five um, took it over the pond yeah and I forgot that eight John Daly had an eighteen on that hole one year because he kept trying to do the same thing right yeah he almost had it the first one and then he then he dropped and hit three wood five of them in a row and and uh, yeah wasn't good for the old JD I'm sure he there was a casino nearby so I think he was pretty good yeah. Um, Mark Leishman won here. Leish. Because um, I, I think last year I picked Leishman here. And Did Lowry? Lowry didn't win here. But played well. Yeah. I don't okay. Play. Yeah. That was it. I, was, I, was, I kind of forgot about Bryson, honestly. Yeah. All right. Well, let's dive into the feature groups then. Bub. Well, you got your, hey, do you have your picks in? I do. They're in. Okay. They're in. You almost pulled a me from three years ago. Yeah. Almost. Last week. Almost only counts in horseshoes, hand grenades, and golf. You know, I almost made that putt. Yeah, that counts. Yeah. <laughs> put it in the notes section. Uh, anyways, yeah, words, the first featured group. I mentioned his name just briefly ago, the defending champion, Scotty Scheffler. He's playing with Justin Thomas and Feifel Mouskowitz, Matthew Fitzpatrick. Feifel! This is a course for Fitzpatrick. And um, I had him penciled in, and then I kind of looked at his recent form, and it's kind of been shitty. And I then I heard also that he's been kind of battling a neck deal. Yeah. So I really wanted to play him here, but uh, I, I passed on him. Scotty, I'm not doing it. As <laughs> you said, he is perfect uh, one for one on defending titles. I don't know what I'm going to do with Scotty, honestly, man. It's uh, it's hard to figure out where to play some of these. Wouldn't be bad to thoroughbreds. Wouldn't be bad to play them in a major or two. Well, yeah, just pick a twenty million dollar <laughs> event. We got plenty more of them after uh-huh. this. Um, so I did not go with Scotty, and then JT. I've already used him twice, and uh, you know he's had top couple top twenties. You know I wouldn't be surprised if he popped here, but I'm not. I'm not going to be on him. Yeah, I don't think Justin has as good of a record here as some of the other guys. He hasn't played. He's only played here a couple times. Yeah, that so, was the other thing. We have the field here has been kind of shitty, uh, especially since Arnie died. And it's been kind of in a bad spot in the schedule, and the purse obviously wasn't twenty million dollars a couple, you know, even last year. So, so we're, we'll talk about him later. But I didn't realize that Rory didn't even play here until fifteen. Like that was his first time to ever play here, and it was because Arnie was kind of giving him shit for not playing here oh, because really? of the spot in the tournament or in the in the schedule. Um, because Rory was always gearing up for the following week at at. Pontrevedra at your that's your spot where you played the senior tees, uh, <laughs> <laughs> the one up tees. Uh, right, we'll, we'll talk about that next week. Fuck you. <laughs> we'll talk about that next week. I'll say the same thing again next week. <laughs> but anyways, no, I just yeah, you're right. JT hadn't played here much, but going back to the Seminole pro member, JT won that with his partner, and JT yeah. made nine birdies at Seminole, <laughs> and it's yeah, I mean that's pretty good. Yes, so. um 
that tells me he's in pretty good form. Um, but I, I couldn't I couldn't pull the trigger. I've also picked him once this year, and just the fact that you don't see this is a kind of course I think that it suits you very well to have have some experience around the place for probably a little bit. Right? Did Rory win that for his first time here in 2015, or was that a? I think Rory won like 17. Okay, so wasn't this for so, okay? Yeah, but yeah, no, I laid I off. The group. I think experience means something here as well. I laid off the group as well, words. Um, the next featured group, though, guy who won last week, guy who has a good track record here, like you said, Chris Kirk. Chris Cocaine Kirk, as you called him earlier. Cocaine Chris. <laughs> Cocaine Chris. He's playing with... I kid, we kid. He's playing with Jordan Spieth and Sam Burns. Sam Mycock Burns. I think Sam Burns is a really sneaky good pick. You I, said that to me when he missed the cut for me at Genesis. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Cocksucker. Yeah, I did. Um, he plays better in Florida. I think that's easy to see. Spieth, I don't know what to fucking do with Spieth, man. Just get him off my card. Yeah, I mean, you picked him, uh, what, at, at Sony? Mm-hmm. And I think I picked him the following week. Uh, I, I I picked him, like, the next week, I think, and he played like shit, too. But um, I think. But anyways, no, I, I, trust me, I swear to God, I have changed my lineup one time. Okay. It's one pretty, time. Pretty good for you. The first time I had Chris Kirk in my lineup because, mm-hmm. I mean— he like like I said before, he Help. wasn't all up all night partying. It's not like Shane Lowry when he won the Open Championship, where he was hung over for a fucking year afterwards. That's I think Chris true. Kirk has the game. I mean, what a beautiful fucking tempo that he's got. Like the videos that were coming up on PJ Tour, where he's got these beautiful fucking iron shots with with a tempo that I don't think I've seen anyone appearing to swing that slowly while still compressing the fuck out of the golf ball. Yeah, he doesn't miss the center of the club face very often, and he's got that uh, you know two- to three-yard draw consistently working for him every time. And just to go back to the Honda, there was uh, the, they both were hitting three woods, him and Eric Cole, I want to say on 17, um, down the, the stretch. Par uh, three? I guess it would have been uh, 16 then, down the stretch. Okay. And Cole hits a three-wood, and Chris Kirk hits a three-wood. And Kirk must have been 50 yards past really? him with his three-wood. I mean, just bullets. Bulldog but, strong. But, I, I mean, I love Chris Kirk this week, but, you know, we've talked about this many times. Just like it's tough defending, like Scotty's going to have to do, it is tough to win back-to-back. I mean, last time we saw someone do that was last year with Tony, I think, right? Yeah. Yep, yep. So, um, of this group, I will say, I'll take Chris Kirk over the other two, even though the other two are fucking stalwarts. Yeah, I I don't think you're going on a limb saying that. I agree. Okay. so he's you, got to, he, Plus, he's a horse for this course. So he's got at least two top tens here, maybe yeah. a top five. I think the last two years, too. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. No, I, I, I laid off the group. I laid off the group words. Okay. So, good. you two? Yeah, who was Kirk? Kirk and Burns. Yeah, no, I didn't do it. Okay. The next featured group, we've got a guy that I love and that I really thought about picking. The kid, Will mm. Zalatoris. And he's playing with my mate. Jason Day. This might be the best group of all time because the third guy is the man from Norway. Oh, Victor. What a, Solo second qua- last year. If I could quadruple kiss with these guys, I'd do it. <laughs> oh, <fuck>. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I don't think I'll ever find another group this good. Hey, guys, who wants to play Wet Biscuit? <laughs> <laughs> Will, come. <laughs> oh, my God. That'd be a good. That'd be a good breakfast. <laughs> I just almost threw up in my mouth. That would have been a first for the show, even though I brought that up. Yeah, I know. You God, I just know the sick places you're gonna take. Shit. So I read a great story too about Jason Day. You know, he was the last person to win here while Arnold was alive, 
And there was a tradition when you win, you obviously you go, throw Arnold in the pond. You go, you go shake Arnold's hand, <laughs> which that reminds me of the time that uh, when one of the eight times Tiger won here, and you posted the picture of him like slapping Arnold <laughs> on the back, and it's like, Ar- Tiger, you're hurting me. Yeah, <laughs> no, Tiger, no. But you shake Arnold's hand, and then you go to his office at Bay Hill, and you have a cocktail. And so I guess Arnie used to drink kettle on the rocks. Oh, boy. And so Day goes in there, and he's like, oh, I'll just have whatever you're having, Arnie. He's like, and, you don't want that, and son. And he, he drinks it. He's like, I got to finish this before I go do my fucking presser. And he said he was fucking buzzed after <laughs> one cocktail of what Arnie drinks. Oh, come on, you Aussie. Yeah. I mean, Day, you know, I think he was like that punk kid when he was younger. He, like, smoked cigs and drink when he was, like, 12. Oh, yeah, and then your boy Cole, Cole Swatton. Cole saved his life. Yeah. Um. So, again, this morning wave, bub, something scared me away from that. Am uh-huh. I wrong? Very, Maybe. Very well could be. But I love the kid, and I love Day, of course. I love all three of these guys. I've already said it. I would eat the wet biscuit. <laughs> <laughs> I love all three guys. I, I picked Victor last year, and I think he, you know, he did pretty— I, No, I didn't pick him last year. I he picked, did solo second last year. Okay. I think Friday, he, I mean, he went nuclear one of those days, um, as he is— prone to do Jason Day that 2015 was that the year he had like six victories and like nine starts at one point so he PGA won, was he won in them, 16 okay was 16 the year he won but yes I mean that was when he was number one in the world and was on the run because it all started in the 15 PGA championship he's got already two top tens this year like Jay Day is kind of like semi back I mean, I don't want to. My jinx, I don't want to jinx your mate. You here. tried to bury my mate years ago. <laughs> I did. Fuck. I thought he was. I mean, a fat slob. But now, you <laughs> fat know, fat back day. Whatever. Uh, he's he's back. No, I'm. You know, everyone likes Jason Day and and Willie Z. I mean, long narrow fairways, really fast greens. What's not to like with Willie Z playing? I didn't do it. I uh, I didn't do it. I don't know why. Yeah, yeah as you said, morning wave. Didn't feel it. Here's the thing. I have this weird, weird, weird prophecy. Fetish? I can see Will Zalatoris in that red. Uh, Cardigan? Yes. Ooh. But I didn't pick him. Okay. I, the, the wave scared me away, dude. The wave scared me away. So I laid off the group even though I really, really <laughs> think Zalatoris it, is going to win. It, it's, it's just like Sepp Straka and Tiger. Even if I don't pick him, I win bec- if one of these guys wins just because I love them that much. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Anyways. The next featured group words, we've got the number one player in the world, Jean Ram. He's playing with the X-Man, Xander Shoffley, and Colin Morikawa. Uh, are you going to do it? I am going to do it. Finally. I'm on Colin Morikawa. Oh. I'm going with Colin Morikawa out of this group. I'm not taking John Rahm. I am savoring John Rahm words. <laughs> I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to get, I'm not going to panic even though... <laughs> You're still going to get the value, I think, you would that you got at Genesis sure. with John Rom because of all the people who are penciling him in for next week. But I like Colin Morikawa outside of the Phoenix Open where he unexplicably made the cut. His last like that's the throw that one out. The other six starts that he's had, everything has been sharp as fuck. And a place like this, he's only played here once. It was in 2020. He finished ninth. And and again, I made the big deal about seeing this place a couple times that, to get a hang of it. He, he top 10 in his first try. And if he can re, just basically throw that fucking shitty week two rounds he had out, I think that he can easily contend here and potentially be the guy wearing the red cardigan uh, on Sunday. Well, so, what about Will? Are they going to share it? <laughs> no, they're not going to share it. But 
Uh, I don't know. I just think that Morikawa is too this good of a player. And, and you like the spot for him, and you think maybe you get some value, maybe under 50 people take him this Maybe. Week. There's a lot of people to pick words, and so Morikawa, for whatever reason, just called my name. I like it. I mean, what, that's as good a reason as any, John. So good luck to you. Thank except you. Except bad luck. <laughs> good luck. I, I hope like. he misses the cut. I hope he cannot put on Bermuda greens. He's a Cali boy. He's in Florida now. I hope he's completely lost on the greens. Well, and that's what, what he's, he won. Oh, yeah, I was going to say. Nope, don't overthink it now. He's already in. <laughs> he won, he won John Rom coming off of a victory, and he's got, what, how many this year? We've Four, already forgotten. five, exactly. Eight. I mean. <laughs> Century. You're uh, probably going to get a top piece five. Piece of shit putting contest. You're probably going to get a top five from John Rom unless he gets a really bad weather draw. So, mm, yeah, and then Xander. Oh, God. Apparently, he's looking for a place down in the Jupiter area. Well, he lives in Vegas, doesn't he? Uh-huh. And apparently, so you get this. Yeah, don't ring unless you swing. He's staying with Cantlay. He's yeah. He's staying oh, in their house right shocker. now. They're, <laughs> they're double-pinning old uh, Nikki. <laughs> 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 Anyways, uh, words. So I assume you're not taking Rom. I'm off, all, I'm, off, I'm off the group. Okay. Well, words. The next featured group, we got another just heavy, heavy hitters here. We've got a horse for the course. Rory McIlroy. He's playing with... The fucking Pratt's Terrell Hatton. Ryder Cup partner. And Max Homa, arguably easily top four hottest guys in the world right now as far as players. And looks. He's not he's not that hot. <laughs> <laughs> Trust me, there's a lot better looking guys on tour. <laughs> Trust me. I believe you, John. I do. I do. Um I'm not going with Homa. I just I I don't know where to play that guy. Terrell is very very tempting, especially here. He, I don't think he's ever missed a cut here, as a matter of fact. Um, but I am going with Rory. You pick Rory in Florida. I don't want to take him with the players. I think his length at this course plays a little bit better for him. I think he's won here, which is good. People who win here win in bunches. Rory, and also just like it sets up for the whole kind of storyline of the PGA this year. You've got Rom, who's already won a couple times. Scotty's won at the Waste Management. Now it's Rory's turn. He's already won he across the action. pond. Yes, yeah, you know, the Saudi Arabia, whatever. In one of those countries, he won. Words. I couldn't have said it better myself, which is why I'm on him too. I think he's the most picked guy in the league this year. Yes. This week. This week, yeah, for sure. Um, and, and he's due. Track record speaks for himself. Like I said about Maverick McNeely and Jason Day last <laughs> year, if Rory doesn't play well here, I'm jinxed. <laughs> there it is. No, Maverick McNeely. <laughs> there it is, Bob. He's just a rich prick asshole who didn't, doesn't want it. <laughs> yeah. Rory grew up Spoon in Nor fed fuck. Northern Ireland, was molested by that talk show host, and it's, oh, he's got hunger in his belly. You know that uh, his dad is, is a member at Seminole, and he, his dad and Rory played together. Um, I think they got second at the uh, pro member, which tells me that Rory played pretty well. But I guess Jerry, his dad, no, he's is, a, is a pretty good player, too. Obviously, yeah. he taught Rory... I'm sure when he was a kid, but yeah. The coolest story about Jerry is like when Rory was 15, he he bought a uh, a futures bet ticket that Rory mm -hmm. was going to win the Open, and it paid like 80 grand. And then when Rory was talking, I was like, I mean, in the end, now it's that's not a lot of money for us. Sorry. Yeah. Do you think that my dad really was the one who yeah. paid the entry fee to <laughs> Seminole? <laughs> I, I assure you, it wasn't my dad. My dad was a union worker. <laughs> yeah, he worked in a coal factory. <laughs> not anymore. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, oh no. my god my unborn son please but I, I think you said it best man Rory wants in on the action he's tired of these guys he's tired of Rom and, and, 
it, it was quickly Scotty being the best, and then all Rom had to do was win again. And now I think Rory wants a piece of that. And then it's then it's a, just a toss up of who's the best. So let's hope Rory gets it done for the both of us, and then we can we can claw toss for salads. second place. <laughs> we can each toss each other's salads. <laughs> what? <laughs> all right. Web biscuit and toss salad. This <laughs> the, is the best picking segment ever. The last feature group words we've got Patrick Cantlay. He's playing with Ricky Fowler, and it's me, Justin Rose. <laughs> <laughs> I would love to see uh, either Justin or Ricky do do well here again. Um, I laid off the group. It's funny that Ricky's now back, kind of squarely in these featured groups, even though I don't feel like he is. Playing as well as like a Jason Day, who's also kind of on his comeback tour, but he's not. I, I looked, I looked very hard at Ricky. I looked at his statistics, and it, they're getting there, but they're still not. Yeah, top tier where he needs to be. His putter, which was his best club in his bag when he was in the top five in the world, is is like I think he's like ninetieth in pu- overall overall putting right you now. You know the best way to improve putting? Practice. Hit it closer to the hole. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah. Um, Cantlay. For a place that's going to play conservative, like conservative play will fare well this week. I think Cantlay is a good pick. I heard him say something about, you know, if he can just, he's going to be aiming at the middle of the greens all week. It's like a good way to play Bay Hill. The blueprint was set by a guy named Tiger. You play conservatively, you execute on the par fives, and don't fuck up the par threes, and you'll do well here. Yeah. The par threes are the longest on tour also. Really hard par threes. Um, yeah, Cantley is definitely a, a good pick. I think he's going to be, um, picked a lot and I kind of went a little, I got a little cute with my last two. Okay. Well, words. So I didn't go, um, I didn't go any featured groups. I did not pick, um, any of these guys. Uh, again, I, I could, s- Ricky, I think is a, is a, a snap of the fingers away from getting back in the winner's circle. It just will it ha- when will it happen? We say that about a lot of people, right? I think you're right with Jason Day is probably more on track to do that first, but um, Rosie already did that this year. He won for the first time in, what, five, four or five years? But, yep. um, you know, I, I don't think that Ricky or Rose could, you know, they could, Rose could win again this year. I don't know. But I laid off the group, too. So that's the featured group's words. I'm on Colin Murakawa. I really thought you were going with, I mean, any of these guys. I mean, I'd, I'd play wet, wet biscuit with any of them. <laughs> we are we are both on Rory McIlroy. I'm on Colin Murakawa. So you have two picks left. I have one pick. Why don't you go ahead and give us your second pick? Okay, with my second pick, I'm going to go with a guy who's already got a couple top fives in his last two starts. Give me Keith. Don't call me Pete Mitchell. I don't think I'm going out on a limb here on why I'm taking him. Long, straight driver of the golf ball, and he's on a hot one. He needs to win also. He's got the itch. He hasn't won since, uh, I think it was like 28. Honda Classic. Yeah, yeah. it was like 2018. Yeah, something like that. So It's been a minute. Might have even been longer than that. Yeah, yeah, that sounds about right. Words, here's the shitty thing. I'm on Pete Mitchell, too. That's cool. Keith Mitchell. Um, Long and straight. The guy... Had a taste of it at the Genesis. He was in the final group with Max and Rom, and he kind of slowly faded away. And he admitted he had some he had some nerves there for sure. But that's a good thing. It's a learning experience. And you know what? It makes you yearn one more. Of, one of his nicknames is Cashmere Keith. So why not throw that red cashmere on at the end of the week? Who knows? I like Cashmere Keith, but the 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 terry cloth visors. Have you seen him wear those? Have you seen the, like the ones that are pure terry cloth? 
No. They're tight. Okay. Well, <laughs> okay. I like that. Good story. Well, I like that pick, and you're right. I think it's a matter of time before he gets in the winner's circle again, but doing it here would be a big, big feat. But like I said, he was there at Genesis, and he just didn't get the deal done. So uh, run it back with little Keith. You've picked him once already this year, right? Yep. Okay. Yeah, This is this was that was an incentive for me. I haven't picked him yet. It's not like he's a guy that you worry about that with, but... Um, yeah, I like, for the same reasons you mentioned, I'm on him too. Take him while they're hot. That's what I always say. There you go. So words, who's number three, Bob? Speaking of hot, this is the wild card. I'm not sure if many people are going to be on this guy. I'm going to go with the walking, uh, Tourette syndrome boy. I'm going to go with, God damn it. Because Klaus called me him the other week, and I thought I wanted to kill myself. But I do. <laughs> hey, maybe I'll maybe I'll love him after this week. You know who I'm after. Bra- ball striking machine. <laughs> the ball striking Boston bomber. I'm going with Keegan fucking Bradley. That was awful. <laughs> what an awful Bostonian. You like accent. them apples? Yeah. I got a number. I got a number. <laughs> yeah. No. I mean, listen. Keegan is 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 on one. He is on. He one. won the Zozo. Uh, obviously. Looks great. Hey, he he does look great. Looks like you. <laughs> no, uh, I I you mentioned it earlier. He's tall as fuck, but somehow is one of the best ball strikers on tour, right? Yeah, yeah. I don't know if like there was a correlation between him being tall and just the way he bends over and holds his club. Oh yeah, his hands are like at knee kneecap height, which is pretty pretty wild to see. But yeah. Keegan, I don't think uh, many people will be on him. So, hey, you know me, baby. I'm going to go for that. I'm going for that skin this week, that $200. Oh, I need it. <laughs> Lost 100 bucks yesterday, so I need that shit. I need it so bad. I missed a putt on 17 that I figured out when I got home was worth about 100 bucks. I, I would have won that. We tied because I missed the putt, but mm-hmm. I'm pretty that, that chapped my ass a little bit. But whatever. Still, still won some money. Um, anyways, I like the pick. I think it'll be interesting to see, even though Colin Morikawa is a much bigger name than Keegan Bradley, I don't know where those will sit on the most picked. I think we're looking at Rory number one for sure. Uh-huh. I think Keith Mitchell is going to be more picked than than he normally would be because all you got to do is look at his track record here and his uh, recent play. As you said, at Genesis, not one person picked him? Yeah. Yeah. Which is fucking crazy. Well, I mean, it was the first $20 million event of the year. We go? Wait, no second after waste management. But people were... Hey, going I, thoroughbred hunting. I think it's going to be Rory 1, Scheffler 2 here, I, okay. I think. That's, but That's not going on a limb, I think, though. And, you know, for for how good my mate's been playing, I do think he's going to be a pretty popular pick. But I think what's important to keep an eye on, again, is the late-early guys versus the early-late guys. Every single one of my guys is late-early. If they blow, pull them off the course because it's too windy, that will backfire. <laughs> As it did for us two years ago with the players whenever I had Brooks and he had fucking piss yellow hair and I hate him. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I'm on Colin Morikawa, Rory McIlroy, and Keith Mitchell. Words is on Rory McIlroy, Keith Mitchell, and Keegan Bradley. We have two of the same three. It's, Rory, or it's, it's McIlroy versus Keegan, words. No, it's... Uh, Morikawa versus Keegan. What'd I say? McElroy? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Morikawa versus Keegan. There you oh, go. I love my odds. There you go. Hey. It was go. an eating contest. <laughs> hey, he only has he only has one more major. I mean, we're talking about two major champions here. That's true. <laughs> How about that? Wait a minute. Remember whenever uh, Keegan won the PGA when he made a triple bogey on, on the back nine was and that still his won? First win also? Yeah, I think so. Second. Okay. 
Something like that. I didn't know he had a triple bogey in the back nine. Oh, yeah. It was a sloppy. I think he's the only guy to ever make a triple bogey in the final round and still win a major. No triples this week, bub. All right. That's all I got, Johnny. What do you think? I'm with you. Excited to watch the carnage. I'm hoping, again, we see something low, low single digits, even even around even par. That's always fun. I love it when people are choking here at the Arnold Palmer, except for whenever it's Rory and he's got to make like a five-footer and he misses. <laughs> yeah, unless it's one of our picks. All right, well, we hit our wet biscuit quarter for the year. We'll try to pace ourselves on that one. We love you guys. You guys enjoy the golf this week. Keep your head down. You can't drink like me. You can't smoke like me. Let's party together. Oh, my goodness. Together. Jackass. Been drinking for several hours.